Welcome to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, the official Monster Jam podcast. I'm Scott Jordan, and this week we will keep rolling with our series previews. And up today is Stadium Championship Series West. And to help me dive into that, we go to the 2018 Double Down Showdown champion as we go to Michigan on the Great Cliffs Hotline to welcome in Megalodon's Corey Rummel. Corey, welcome to Inside Monster Jam. Thanks for joining me, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's awesome to be here and can't wait to see what this is all about. I hear all the hype about it and I get to be a part of it. Well, I'm responsible for most of that hype. So, uh, you know, don't believe what you, what you hear. <laughs> no, man, I appreciate it. Man. We're, we're doing really well and I, I appreciate you guys coming on and helping me out each week. Let's uh, before we get to your series, man, let's uh, let's rewind a little bit and, and talk about your career prior to 2024. I, I'm, I'm really curious as to how you got started with Team Scream and what your introduction was to Jim Kohler. Uh, well, it pretty much goes 10 years back. You know, it was a long time ago, but I actually helped out on a few other independent monster truck teams. And then it ended up working out that Dave Rapich with Rap Attack let me actually, he's like, here you go. Here's the keys to my operation. Go have fun with it. You get to work out of Jim's shop every week. Uh, you'll be in Michigan doing all local fair shows. And it's like, okay, here we go. So I did that. And then Jim pretty much talked to me afterwards. He's like, you know, I need someone that can run the second team, second operation of my, you know, of the team. And he's like, if you could do that, here's an opportunity. And I said, you know what, let's do it. And that was a long time ago. And now here we are so, 10 years later. So at that point, you, you had no driving experience really with a Monster Jam truck. You just, you know, you, you worked hard, you busted your butt, he hands you the, uh, the, the basically keys to, uh, to his kingdom. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I think I only... I drove that summer and that was the first time I ever driving a monster truck in general. And then pretty much that's within, I don't know, three months is pretty much work for Jim and going right into monster jam. And that's where it started at. So it's it was a long road, but I never, besides my own mega truck was the only thing I ever really driven. So to go from that straight into monster jam was basically something that's unheard of now because now you got to go through monster jam university right. and all that stuff. So, look, you know, kind of jealous. I wish I'd be able to go to that, but I'm already past that point. So it is what it is. I think it's worked out okay for you that there's still that, that old school mentality coming up through the ranks and, and, and being an independent, uh, w which is the route that you've taken. And uh, certainly there's, there's been a lot of success stories there and, and you're one of them. Uh, let, let's talk about your relationship with Jim on and off the track. 10 years later, how would you describe that relationship with him? Because you're pretty much out. I mean, you're with him, but there's been times you haven't been with him, but you're basically running that team still. Yeah, it's definitely an awesome thing, you know, on and off the track. We're good friends, and I still look up to him for advice, and he asked me for advice because we both kind of think pretty close to the same. So, like, when it comes to on how we got to fix a truck or what we got to do to make the next event, it's we're pretty much on the same page. So it's kind of cool, and sometimes we don't have to say anything, and we already know, like, basically what we're working with just because we've been together so long. So it's, it's, an, it's a great feeling, great team, and basically – few things that maybe eventually we need to just step up but we can't talk about that just yet that's some secret stuff for future but you know it's the future's always looking bright and not going anywhere anytime soon let's go back to 2018 when you won the showdown because i feel like that for you is when you really arrived on the map as a force to be reckoned with and i will never forget that night at sam boyd stadium and Corey, i'm not sure if you remember this but when you won i had to come from the pits back at sam boyd stadium to interview you and someone i don't know who i i, I still don't know who it was, but removed the keys to my golf cart. I was supposed to ride out on a golf cart out there to the track to meet you. They took the keys away, and I'm being screamed at in my ear to get out there. I had to sprint 
full speed from the pits to you all the way on the far side of the track uh, to, to interview you. By the time I got to you, I think I just threw you the microphone because I couldn't, I mean, I was so out of shape at that point. I couldn't even talk. So talk about that night for you, what it meant for you to arrive on the scene to win the showdown and end up competing at world finals. All right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a whole spiel I'll go through, but just before we get off track, that whole thing about you running out there, I'm going to have to apologize for that one because that was hundred percent my fault. <laughs> I was actually told we all were, whoever ended up winning, we were supposed to park in the back. Yeah. And I just got so excited and I was just in the heat of the moment. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. I just drove right up on the middle of the big ramp. And so that's yeah. my fault. Thanks. No worries. <laughs> but pretty much going back to the whole thing, you know, it was an awesome experience just because the year prior I got to be, you know, have a chance to be in it also. And I made one round of racing, didn't even win. And I blew a motor up going down the chicane. I was like, well, that just stinks. So and then to get the chance to come back the following year, be in Pirate's Curse, was absolutely awesome. I'm like, yes, I get to do this again. So I made sure the truck was 100%. I was in the zone. I was just nice and relaxed. And all of a sudden, man, I just started going round after round. And it was like, holy crap, this is happening. Like, it, it's such a fast-paced thing when you go to World Finals versus a regular event. And, like, when I was there in Vegas, it was round after round. And then I just remember going to the start line up against Brandon and I was like, just be calm, be just, it is what it is, you made it this far. And then all of a sudden, the light went red for him, and I can see it. Because in our, back in our view, we have the same lights that you would see out of the front stretch. And I just seen he red light. I'm like, holy crap, I got this. So I just made sure I went down the track, made sure I went over all the obstacles, and I did. And I knew I had that thing in the bag, and that was, that was an absolutely incredible feeling. So I was super, super happy, and I'm glad that I got the chance to be a part of the Double Down Showdown for the fact of you had to earn your way into World Finals. It wasn't just like, hey, here you go, hop in the seat, you're in World Finals. It was something that's like you had to work from, like you were saying earlier, from the ranks, you had to work your way up. And I'm happy and, and proud that I was able to actually work my way up in the ranks and get to where I'm at, not just as times are different now, you know, some people just get to hop in the truck and, you know, obviously get to go to the big show. and and. It, Super happy and super jealous, but I'm glad that I got to earn my right up to where I'm at today. That was a great moment. I forgive you for the embarrassment of me having to run sprint full stride. I can still hear them in my ear laughing hysterically in the booth as I'm sprinting across the track. Coming up next, we're going to talk about Corey's experience in Zombie Nation at the Superstar Challenge. That is up next on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. My guest this week is Megalodon's Corey Rummel. Corey, we talked a little bit about Pirate's Curse, which is a brand and a truck that I know fans miss terribly. It's one of my kids' favorite die-cast trucks. But you, you've rocked a few IPs in your career. You're a Megalodon now. You had a chance to get into Zombie uh, over the weekend in Anaheim. We'll talk about that in a second. But underneath all of those bodies is still Rage, which is your your heart and soul, your bread and butter. That's the truck that you have built from the ground up. Man, how, how cool is it for you, though, to, to be a part of these uh, awesome Monster Jam teams but still know that underneath it all, the bare bones – that's your baby rage down there. Oh, it's definitely an amazing feeling. You know, I did start with rage and that's where my chassis was originally built for. And it was a great thing. And I still love rage, but I tell you what, I think actually as of now, I've been driving Megalodon longer than I've driven rage, but rage is still there. I, every time I drive, I try and bring the rage out, you know, and the red shocks definitely pop. 
And this past week in Anaheim, I know you were just talking about it, and, and I've seen it too. There's a fan that actually had an awesome shirt, and it had a Megalodon right across the front. But underneath it said Rage, and on one sleeve it said Zombie, and the other sleeve it said Rage. Yeah. So it's probably about the coolest shirt ever. So I love that fans can still see me in my original truck, but I still love the fans are – moving with me in the future of my other identities that I've been driving. And it's a super, super great feeling because it's like, wow, people actually support me, not necessarily just the truck. So right. it's an awesome feeling. Yeah, I, I met that guy. We, we took a picture together. I saw it. Sure, it took me a second to process. And when I when I realized what it was, it was, it was pretty cool. I and mean, I wish he would have had a second one because I would have bought that <laughs> from him. Uh, let's talk about the Superstar Challenge. So you step into Zombie for the first time as a part of Zombie Nation. What was that like for you to drive Zombie? Man, driving Zombie was incredible you know I, I got the call back months ago hey you know we want you to be in superstar challenge and we're gonna have you be in zombie and i was like okay that's you know that's cool I, something different and and i was excited but i'll tell you right now strapping into that truck and i actually just uploaded the in-cab gopro of it the other i don't know maybe 10 minutes ago the feeling of driving around the track and parking in the four corners and just seeing the entire stands doing the zombie arms was probably the greatest, biggest smile on my face that I've ever driven. And that was about, that was just the best thing ever. So driving zombie was absolutely incredible. And hopefully I get to do it at least one more time because I need a little bit of redemption. And the feeling was absolutely incredible. Was there any uh, any pressure for you to be in that truck What where your team captain, Bari, uh, has really been the face of, of Zombie Nation? Did he offer you any advice as far as vision points, sight points, or, or any any? Any sort of advice to put that body onto your truck? Um, he definitely gave me a few pointers. You know, Barry's an awesome friend of mine, and he gave me a few things, and he just told me some things to do to help me pump up. And he's like, dude, you got this. Do what you do, you know, but have fun. You know, he's like, I don't need you to go out there and just completely make one hit and fail. You know, just do good. Do what you do. The rivalry that me and Barry has, he knows that I can keep up with him and he can keep up with me. My opinion, no better choice was for me to drive it just because we're great friends and I wanted to go out there and do good. And and I didn't make it as long as I wanted, but I'm also glad I didn't go out there and make one jump and do something stupid. So yeah. it was a, a good experience and a good event. But maybe for future, I can get to do it again and maybe step it up just a little bit. It was a great event, a huge crowd on hand for that. Uh, you were a part of the heavily favorited Team Nitro and then Team Neon, I, I mean, I, I think I said this on air, but they smacked you guys in the mouth in racing and never looked back after that. So what was the, uh, what was the overall morale there uh, after uh, Team Nitro's defeat at the hands of Team Neon? It was definitely a bummer. You know, we were all definitely upset, you know, and we all brought it upon ourselves. And it's, it's one of the things almost like when you go into a football game or some other game, you know, like when everyone tells you, hey, you guys got this, you're stacked, you're, you're everything – that's usually when something goes wrong. Yeah. So like I, I've always been the way of like, we all know what we need to do. I don't want to be told, Hey, you need to go out there and win, or you need to do good. Hey, you got this. We all know where we're at. We're all the best of the best out there. I just want to, I don't want it to be in my head of, I have to do this. I have to do this. So that was one thing I think that kind of messed, you know, maybe my part up a little bit was because I had that and, Everywhere online is like, hey, you guys got the stacked lineup. You guys got this. You got this. So I think in the whole grand scheme of things, everyone might have just knocked their ledge down just a little bit just because they got complacent, I guess. 
Yeah, I said this uh, during the broadcast, and I had Kristen and, and, and Tristan on for Inside Monster Jam after there were predictions that came into MonsterJam.com from uh, drivers and personalities in Monster Jam. And every person that submitted a prediction on MonsterJam.com but one picked Team Nitro, and the only person that picked Team Neon was this guy right here. So thank you for your help there. Coming up next, we're going to preview Stadium Championship Series West with Corey. Stay right where you are. More Inside Monster Jam is next. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm Scott Jordan. This week, we are previewing Stadium Championship Series West with Team Scream's Corey Rummel. Corey, in 2023, you've had a phenomenal season. So let's take a second to look back at that. You finished fourth on Stadium Championship Series Blue. And I, I do believe uh, you were the highest independent driver on a stadium to finish. So talk a little bit uh, before we look ahead about 2023. Your two overall event wins were awesome. Uh, what, what did you learn in 2023 and how can you use that as far as next season goes? Oh, yeah. You know, 2023 was absolutely incredible. You know, I got two overall event championships. Um, I've Glendale's one. I can't really remember where the other one was. It was Kansas City. Like, right? I think Kansas City you won, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, basically 2023 was incredible and I learned a lot of things. And going into 2024, it's one of the futures, man. You just don't know. Like sometimes you can have an incredible year. Sometimes no matter what you do, you, no matter what happens, you just roll over early or something breaks. You just have, a, you know, a whole hard year. So I don't know how 2024 is going to come yet, but I got a lot of stuff in the, in the works basically on getting the truck 100%. I've ran with Ryan. I've ran with Camden. I've ran with everyone pretty much before. So it's it's awesome. But I know that we have the two Anderson brothers. We got Camden. We got just everyone just is incredible. So I know I got to step up the game just a little bit. I got to be a little bit more consistent. And I got to basically just get out of my own head. You know, I got to go out there and just clear my head, have fun, and just basically do good. You know, me and Bari, like I said before, we have an awesome rivalry. And I just got wind know, a week or so ago that he's going to be joining us on our tour now. So I actually got a text from him and saying, hey, the rivalry's back on, man. So he won one year, I won the other. So this is going to be the deal breaker year. So Bari. Me and you, it's on, buddy. This is that's my number one that I'm aiming for, just because it's a good, friendly rivalry. Well, I, I know he's watching this right now in his basement uh, down the road in Orlando. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you you did really well. You're very consistent. Um, I think you're one of the most consistent drivers in Monster Jam. Looking back in history. I don't believe there has been an independent driver that has won a series championship. I may be wrong, but I don't believe there has been. You've been very close here. So what would it mean to you to break that stigma that an independent driver can't win a series championship? Man, it is hard. It is probably one of the hardest things. And to win that is just tough. You know, we have a little bit harder just for the fact of like, just say some of the weekends we'll go from Anaheim and have to drive two days straight to get somewhere. Um, and then we'll have to do the event again. So it's like sometimes the truck's not 100% and that ends up failing us or we're just exhausted. So it's it's a hard thing, but I'm definitely going to go. I would absolutely love to break that, you know, trend, I guess, and knock an independent up to the first place. But it's tough, man. You got some of the best of best out there. And to be consistent and be at the top is pretty much the name of the game. So I'm going to 
hopefully see if I can change it for this year and see what happens. Well, you get a pretty good swing here in California. You're going to start at Oracle Park January 6th in San Francisco, which is the first time uh, Monster Jam has been there, the home of the San Francisco Giants. You go to San Diego, Anaheim, San Diego, Anaheim, Houston, Anaheim. So you're going to get, and then you get to Detroit, close to home for you. So I think this, this schedule here favors you in the fact that you can keep your rig in California for a, a pretty decent amount of time. Uh, Anaheim, San Diego, just a couple hours down the road. So is, is that going to help you at all, at least uh, get some rest and get the truck where it needs to be? 100% on them. Close events, hands down the greatest. I mean, we can get the truck 100%. We're ready to go. We can be over and above and ready for that event. But there are some, like, I have to go from Detroit all the way to Anaheim. And, you know, two-day shows, we're not getting out of there until Sunday evening. Right. Sunday night, actually. Two days of driving, we're not going to get there till minimum Tuesday night. Then by the time you fix the truck Wednesday and you got to tire it up Thursday and be ready for practice Fridays, it doesn't leave much time for anything. And it's it, those are the ones that are going to catch up. All right, well, let's talk about your lineup. You mentioned a few names. Uh, let's, let's first jump out with the Andersons. Adam and Ryan competing against each other on a series for the first time uh, in, in many years. Um, you know, they're going to beat each other up. They're going to, you know, challenge each other, test each other. Uh, but two names in Monster Jam that, that are already among the top three or top four when it comes to World Finals championships. So let's, let, let's say you draw Adam in round one and you win. You got to go up against Ryan in round two. That's no easy task to get to a racing final. So how do you prepare to go up against two of the all-time greats in the sport? Well, the way I'm going to prepare is I got to remember a few years ago. You know, 2022, I think, was the season where it was just all of us come back where Ryan was in Bakugan, Adam was in Megalodon, and all that stuff. And that tour... I ended up getting, I think, more racing wins and more freestyle wins and overalls than I ever have yet. And that was one of the hardest tours because we had the top of the top guys on one single tour. Right. So it's pretty much I just have to remember it's like, hey, I did it before. I could do it again. So I got to be consistent and just remember that and just, you know, not try and do anything necessarily new and out of the book. Just try and keep it. In the, in the realm of, hey, I've already done this, let's do it again. Yeah, that was uh, when we came back from COVID, the stadium championship series yeah. where Ryan was in Bakugan, Adam was in Megalodon. So everything was a little, uh, a little crazy there. That's the last time they competed against each other, and they did, in fact, beat each other up, uh, figuratively speaking, on that series. Let's talk about Cole Stevens. He is coming off a World Finals Freestyle Championship. Here's a guy that was in the broadcast booth for two years, comes out of the booth, wins a world championship, and now uh, you know has a bullseye on his back as, as a freestyle force to be reckoned with. What are your thoughts on Colt and his second full season back in Thunder Roars? Oh, I'm definitely nervous. You know, Colt is an amazing guy, an amazing driver, and he's not one that I've forgotten about. Like this past weekend, he knocked me out first round of racing. So it is what it is, but he knows, and I'm great friends with him. I'm coming for him, man. I'm not, I'm not scared of him. And basically then if I do get to beat him, I'll be like, hey, don't forget it, okay? There you so go. it's just to put each other in our places, and I'm I'm definitely not holding back on him either because he's he's a tough one to compete. You know, being the latest reigning Monster Jam Freestyle champion, you got to remember that's going to pump him up even harder yeah. every time he hits the track. So that means we all got to step up our game just a little bit also. Well, you mentioned Bari. He now moves over from the E-Series to the West. Kayla Blood will be there uh, with Soldier Fortune. We all know Kayla can beat anybody in freestyle any given night. Uh, you're going to be with Chris Kohler in his second full season back with Jim and Joe Foley coming back as well. Uh, so that's your team screen team, and you're joined by Mike Christensen and David Olford. So Tutal gets a stadium shot 
here uh, for the first time. And, and I expect a lot of things out of him because he's a guy that's been around just like you as a technician for so long, um, has worked with some of the best in the business. Brandon Mahan, Barney Mosauer uh, has established himself now as a driver of the team Throttle Monster, and he has won a lot on the arena circuit. So what are your expectations for David Olford and Velociraptor this year? I tell you right now, I love Dave, man. He is an amazing driver, and you have to remember to not sleep on him. He is going to sneak up on you. He is going to take you down. So I got to remember that, you know, him, Kayla, just everybody in general, everyone on our tour is absolutely stacked. And you can't just be like, ah, it's just, I love David, so I'm going to say it. Like, you can't just be like, ah, it's just only David, you know, don't worry about it. He can't do that. You know, they, every one of us, will come up and sneak up on you and take the win from you. So uh, you got to keep that in the back of your mind. And Mike Christensen, like you, a, a breakout driver of the year winner. He had a great year in 2023 as well. Coming up, I ask your questions to Corey Rummel. Fan questions are next on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm joined this week by Megalodon's Corey Rummel. You can submit your questions each week on Instagram at Scott Jordan, MJSX. Corey, let's get right to it. Jack Mitchell IV wants to know, how did you come up with the nickname Dirt Dolphin for Megalodon? Well, the funny thing is I didn't come up with that nickname. Tyler Meninga actually did it. We were at an arena messing around, and he came up with it and actually called me out on the mic when he was doing an interview. And it's stuck with me ever since. I like it, man. I've used it before. It's pretty cool. Mateo Cassis 75098 says, if you, uh, what would you say if you drove Rage or Pirate's Curse instead of Megalodon? Obviously, you're probably pretty open, but I've, you, you mentioned before you're a huge part of this Megalodon truck now. Uh, really, to me, honestly, inside the truck doesn't matter. Just for the fact on the inside, you can't tell what body's on the outside. So it doesn't really matter as long as I get to drive my, my truck and have fun. It's all that matters to me. All right, it's Big Bad Money, Brad, 75, friend of the show here. If you weren't competing in any motorsports such as monster trucks or mega trucks, what do you think you'd be doing in the next five years? Well, if I wasn't competing, I'd probably go back to underwater welding and commercial diving because it was super, super fun, and I love being in the ocean, and I just love being surrounded by water. All right, Eli Steel 35 says, after winning the showdown years ago and doing great in Nashville this year, is your main goal to win a racing championship, or is freestyle more important given Team Scream's history? If it was up to me, I would absolutely love a racing championship, maybe first, but I definitely do not want to not get a freestyle. So either one happens, I'd be super stoked, but I just love racing. And then let's see, last question here. Frivolous Racing wants to know, do you miss driving your mega trucks? And if so, are you ever going to go back to it? Um, I have not driven a mega truck in the past couple of years, but I still have it and I can take it out any time. So when I do miss it a little bit too much, I'll go fire it up and have some fun. All right, Corey, thanks so much, man. Best of luck to you in 2024. That's all the time we have. I'll see you right here next time on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil.